0: So, I have to admit, I actually talk quite a lot about babes on this podcast, and considering that it's a podcast on love, sex, and relationships hosted by a guy, I don't know, would you really expect it to involve more guy stuff or babe stuff? I don't know. Anyways... I'm not gonna lie to you that this episode is gonna be full of guy shit because it's mostly the babes and it's pretty much going to involve babies, baby makers, and even the sex that's in between. So let me not waste any time and kick things off from Russia, where Vladimir Putin has offered 1 million rubles and an honorary title to Russian women who get and raise more than 10 children. Now, I'm not gonna lie that does seem like a particularly interesting offer. And I do have to ask. Actually, no, wrong question. That's not the question that I'd have asked. The question that I'd have asked is how much do a million rubles equate to in terms of dollars, which is actually about 16,000 US, which actually isn't that much. For 10 kids, it's actually not that much in terms of dollars because Well, if you look at it from an American's point of view and considering how healthcare is so bloody expensive in the US of A, especially when it comes to childbirth, you kind of think about it and you're like $16,000 is like just one baby being delivered or some shit, or it might even end up being more. So this seems like nothing, but maybe the cost of healthcare there is a lot cheaper. Like I know in Kenya, top five hospitals, this is probably the amount that you might end up having to pay if you have a total of about five kids. That's at like the most expensive hospitals, I think, which should be Aga Khan. If you're going to deliver in Aga Khan and it's all C-section, then yeah, if you're going to have five kids, you'll probably be paying nearly this amount. Five kids and maybe a bit here and there for like medication. And like maybe if you stay over for more than I think a day or two, then maybe you'll be charged a little bit more because it's about 280K for a C-section there. Like obviously, that's probably the more expensive one and it can get cheaper the further you go down. But all in all, like that's actually not that much money. Plus, when you kind of think about it, that's literally just delivering. There's a the cost of other things like getting baby clothes, diapers and shit. And that shit is just expensive as fuck. Like, if Putin was offering this shit on a monthly basis to these mothers, you know, minus the title because you literally just need one, then that would seem like a much more attractive offer. I'd probably hit up the South African couple that had like 10 kids all at once and literally just tell them to just go straight to Russia and act like they just gave birth to all the kids there. Because the kind of benefits that they'd be receiving, like, you're getting $16,000. Okay, it's actually $16,645 every single month. Like, if that was the agreement, damn, like, people would be having 10-10 kids there just for the fun of it. Like, people wouldn't even be trying to stay faithful. Because it's the woman who's getting the title. all that they need to do is just find a nigger with good genetics and just shag the living shits out of him up until they can get, like, 10-10 kids from him or, like, from different niggers and shit. Because at that point, because as a dude, all you know is that you're just supplying kids. All you're going for is just asking for 50% of the cash and you will impregnate the babe. And niggas will actually turn this into a business, you know. But it's unfortunate that it's like a one-off payment and not like a recurring one that comes like every single month. Kind of like that whole famous Iceland one that people were busy talking about a couple of years back. Because there was this whole funny rumor and story that went up online a couple of years back where it was apparently said that if you went and you impregnated a babe in Iceland, you would be paid, I think, $5,000 every single month or some shit. It apparently ended up turning out to be a hoax. But damn, if that shit was actually real, imagine the number of niggas that would just go to Iceland and they'll be like, you know, what? I don't even want to work. I just want to fuck my babe and make sure she gets pregnant and gets kids because I want to make sure that my family is supported through the power of my nut. Or some shit. But anyways, all in all, that aside, while I personally think that it is a pretty shit deal, either way, I still wouldn't do it even though it was a good deal because I still pull out. So I'm going to leave it at that and I'm going to start this podcast the way I normally like to do it, which is by saying. Welcome to Time on West Side, your number one breakdown podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who still chooses to pull out even though the Russian president is offering to pay us money because we don't want no 10 kids. We can't afford to have 10 kids like that. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mighty handsome man, Sir Denver B, The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, if you know the drill, then you can repeat it after me. If you don't know the drill, then you can wait for me to say it. And if you do know the drill, but you don't wanna say it, it's okay. Because either way it'll ring in your head and it's a simple way in which you can submit the tweets that you'd like me to talk about, regardless of whichever one of the three platforms that you actually saw it popping up in. And it's a pretty simple drill and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of at Bagak, the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle. And I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. On Facebook and on IG, it is at Breaktime on my site. So you can send it right through the DMs there. The DMs are always open. Send it there. You can also say hi. You can also give some feedback if you like the podcast, if you like the entire show, or if you don't like it, if there's something you'd want me to change. And I'd be very happy to, you know, take whatever it is that you've said into consideration or not, if I don't really care. But anyways, all that said and done, if you are listening through an app that allows for ratings and reviews, a nice rating and or review would be highly appreciated. Y'all already know the drill, you know, keeps me up on the charts and shit and, you know, allows me to not lie to people when I say that I'm a chart topping podcaster. But anyways, all that said and done, we do have a bunch of tweets to talk about and I mean a lot. But before I get into the main round of tweets, there was one that I found to be particularly interesting. Now, it was a scenario. It was actually a real-life scenario that was posted up on Twitter at the at 6 Chicks handle. And it was something that I found to be very funny because normally whenever people talk about what it is that a babe wants in a guy, normally they don't look at it in the way that this scenario sort of played out. So let me just read it out for you. So it says and I quote, he's everything I wanted in a sex partner. He's 6'2", large hands and feet, bald, black and bearded. But he gave me oral for half an hour. I wanted to get to the main show and saw his micro penis. It didn't even tickle me. I've been catfished. What can he do to grow? End quote. Now i'm not gonna lie to you this part was very very interesting now it's it's one of the the main issues whenever it comes to what babes say they want in a guy of which first of all i've never really seen or heard of a babe who says you know what i like a guy with big feet i've never heard that in my life but that one's sort of like a little thing uh no pun intended and i'll sort of leave that one aside but normally whenever us guys are talking about What it is that we think babes want or whatever it is babes usually say they want and guys usually we simply conclude that whatever it is that they want comes down to about two maybe three guys more or less rolled up into one but now here's the part that sort of sounds like an interesting twist now this story actually continues on the thread now the six brown chicks twitter handle also updated the story and they said and i quote update this is so bizarre we call the advice seeker the 6'2", bald and bearded black guy with the micropenis was born female. He confessed that he had a fat transfer to the labia. There is no penis. That's just a fat pussy. They broke up this morning. She may do a TikTok about it. End quote. Now, this is, this is the interesting part. Never at any point did I ever think to myself, you know what? Uh, whatever it is that babes want, you know, minus some of the physical features they'd like on a guy. Is stuff that they get from other babes. So essentially, the woman wants to date another woman. It's never occurred in my head. And this this is one of those interesting scenarios where you hear a babe starting with he's everything I ever wanted in a sex partner. And then they get to a point and they're like, but. Even without the sex partner, when it's like even when it's just a partner, they usually have that thing where they are like, but. And that but is usually the interesting bit of everything. But I'm not gonna lie, I kind of feel sorry for both of these cases, or at least both of these people. Because for this shorty, like, she's pretty much going through whatever it is us guys go through. Whenever we have this fine babe, and, and you know, we've been wanting her for such a long time, we've been trying to slide into those DMs, we've been trying to holler, and she's either with a nigga and she's not gonna cheat, or she's unavailable, or he just can't get close. And finally, this fine shorty that we've wanted for such a long time, whose picture we've probably beaten our meat to finally says yes and then when we finally get that chance and the clothes come off then all of a sudden it just becomes a shit experience so probably the pussy too big or some shit or probably she's just absolutely garbage in sex in terms of you know her participation she just lies back and forth she's pretty much either on her back or on her belly or some shit or she's just uncooperative and all so while you're doing all of that and you're shagging and you're a dude and you know you're expected to perform you know you're still doing it but deep down in your heart and at the back of your head you're like I honestly can't believe that I went for so long and I wanted this babe so bad just to get such shit sex because you kind of think about a scenario of this shit happening shorty seen this nigga she's like you know what oh I want this nigga inside me so badly and then Dude is there, is pretty much, you know, doing his thing. Actually, I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to call Dude a him or her or some shit. You know, she's like a he guy or, 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 or like, you know, uh, a he girl or some shit. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just going to go with Dude. So, Dude is over there. He's busy doing his thing. You know, you know, knew how to touch her, right? Because female. And at some point, you know, when this guy is supposed to put it in and shorty's busy enjoying the mouth talk, she's like, oh my goodness, why want you inside me so bad? Then all of a sudden, dude is like, oh, yeah, you want me to put it in? And Shorty's like, yeah. And then nigga goes ahead to put it in. And at that point in time, he's like, oh, you like that? And then Shorty is busy wondering what this nigga is talking about. She's like, oh, yeah, put it in. And nigga is like, um, it's already inside. And then Shorty has to stop for a second and be like, hold up, wait, what? And then she looks and this guy takes a step back. And then she sees a micro penis. Well, it's technically not a penis, but a micro penis. Like, that shit must have been painful. But I also kind of feel sorry for Dude as well, because this guy probably hasn't gone through this just once. It's probably been a couple of babes, so I feel like his best bet would probably be dating a female you know, a chick with a dick and shit. Not because I have anything against him or, you know, I feel like with someone who's probably also gone through gender surgery like that, they might probably understand each other and they'll probably be a bit more understanding. But anyways, all in all, that's just me. I'd want to know how you'd sort of picture that entire scenario yourself as I leave it from here and I move it on. So on to our very first tweet of this episode. A real nigger's gonna fly you out for the experience, not for your coochie. Now, this was almost more or less like a true or false type question, of which this is probably the most false shit ever. And considering that it's a babe that wrote this, I am going to conclude that this is a case of the blind leading the blind. Because quite frankly, that is the most garbage idea that you can have in terms of a guy flying you out because he wants to bang. Like, the idea of flying a babe out so that you can bang them is nice. I'm not gonna lie. As a dude, that is something that, you know, sounds next level. You know, you're a guy with so much money, you fly your bitches out to bang them, you know? That's some, you know, white guy that wants a Russian model type shit. Like, that sounds like some interesting shit right there. But, don't get me wrong just because it sounds like a very interesting thing doesn't mean that most guys would actually want to do that just for the experience the you know the experience of having the ability to do that which is you know more of a financial thing rather than an experiential thing is probably what i'd be going for as a guy you know the fact that i have the means the financial muscle the capability to fly a babe out just to shag her is something that I'd want to have as a guy because at least that shows that I actually make a pretty good amount of money and I'm a pretty resourceful dude. But flying a babe out for the sake of experience just sounds like a very bullshit reason. Like if I can get pussy from a shorty that's sort of just down the road or just near me, then why the fuck would I do that? The only reason I'd fly a babe out in the name of pussy is because I want to experience that pussy, not experience flying a babe out. Like, it's literally just a pussy. And I feel like that one's a little bit more self-explanatory. And I don't think there's that many dudes that actually do that. Even though you have the muscle to do that, the financial muscle, I mean. Like, you're not exactly going to do that all that much because most times as a babe around your area who's down to fuck. And especially as a guy that makes a lot of cash, there's definitely babes that are trying to fuck because they probably think that they can try and get a buck off you or they're trying to get the good life from you and shit. Like it's so easy for a guy to bang a babe that's around his area when he has a fuck ton of money, as opposed to him just having to fly a babe out just because the babe looks fine and she's extremely fuckable. Like the opportunity for a guy who makes a lot of stack is actually quite huge there. So I don't see why a guy would selectively choose to fly a babe out for no reason whatsoever other than the experience of flying a babe out and then saying, you know what, that pussy is secondary. Like, that's most probably a simp who has a lot of money. Like, I don't really think that a simp would probably do that. Or probably one of these guys that like pay a stack of cash for like an OnlyFans babe or some shit. Like, maybe because, you know, he wants his online girlfriend to come and see life from his point of view and shit. That would probably make sense. But besides that, garbage. That's an absolutely garbage concept. And I will leave it at that and I will move it on. So on to our very next tweet of this episode. When I get in a relationship and she ain't pretty enough for my homies or random people to praise me and give me credit and tell me I'm the dog, then I'm breaking up with her. Approval matters at all times. I don't care if her soul and her intentions are genuine. If y'all date for personality, that's cool and everything. But I'm talking about my preferences, so I don't give a fuck if y'all keep crying. I don't want to wake up next to personality. I want to wake up next to a ten. This, this is interesting. When I see a dude write this, like this nigga sounds like he's young. And he clearly has not had, like, a really, really fine babe as a girlfriend. Or, you know, they don't have experience dating 10s and shit. Like, you can get a shorty that gets, like, all the approval from other niggas. But at the end of the day, it's still your girlfriend. Like, you're the one that will spend, like, 80 to 90% of the time with her your homies will probably spend like 10 maybe 15 at the very most if she's like really with the homies like that and you know you all are chilling together but for the most part it's you that's spending time with her so it's your approval in terms of whether you like her or you want to be with her and she visually appeals to you that matters the most because at the end of the day I kid you the fuck not there's barely any niggas that'll call your girlfriend ugly not unless if you've broken up with her or not unless if you guys are having issues and shit most niggers actually most genuine niggers will look at you and they might see the preference that you have for a shorty and probably they might think that she's not you know that fine looking you know she looks like a four and shit and maybe she has a body and everything but she still looks like a four and shit and the most that they'll do is keep quiet and probably say some shit under their breath but they'll be like you know what that's his shorty and we respect that shit because at the end of the day the one thing that most homies will do is respect your decision in terms of who you want to be with because at the end of the day they know that it's your decision to make and it's your happiness that you're looking at like you're not looking at their happiness per se the only thing that they hope is that the shorty much as yes they do hope that she's fine you know she won't be a shorty that will you know cause problems or sort of cause a rift between you and them you get Like most niggas will perfectly be okay. Like I've introduced niggas to babes that are like a two or a three or a four on the face and have like a banging body or some shit. And shorty will walk away. And these niggas, the most that they've told me is that, you know what, shorty don't look all that good. But with that body, I can understand why you definitely want to hit it from the back. Like that one, I totally understand. Like the face, that one, that one, she's not that good. So, you know, probably you might want to hit that in low light. But yeah, yeah, she aight, she aight. But either way, if it's your shorty, it's okay. We don't have a problem with it. Like, that's how most niggas will usually react to it. And even that's a little bit extra. Because a lot of guys will just be like, hmm, okay, that's his girlfriend. And not unless if the baby's like the ugliest of the uglies, and they have to say something about it because she's ruining your life and she's ugly, because she can't be doing both, then normally 9.9 times out of 10, Guys will never really have a problem with whichever shorty that you have. The only niggas that usually say that are the ones that are trying to get approval from other niggas. And the niggas that chill with niggas that are trying to get approval from each other are mostly guys who have self-esteem issues. Because most mature niggas honestly don't care. But all in all, if that's his pick, let him have his pick. All I'd probably say is, you can have your pick of the finest babes on the planet. But at the end of the day, if she does not give you, the person that she's dating, peace of mind then by all means, no matter how fire or how ugly she is, it will not matter. You might not have to care about the personality and the looks do matter, by all means. But A, approval from the niggers means absolute fuck all when it comes to your peace of mind in a relationship. But all in all, I will leave it at that and I will move it on. So on to our very final tweet of this episode. For any men who listen to Andrew Tate, remember this women modify their whole lives to account for male behavior. From not walking at night, work choices, social interactions to online behavior, women make adjustments because a man at some point has given them a reason to. Alright, now let me just start by saying that I know no one really asked for my opinion on this, but the whole Andrew Tate thing being banned from well, what you'd collectively call the social internet, because he was banned from Instagram and Facebook, I think towards the end of last week. And I think by now, as of the time of this recording, he should either be banned or they're sort of working on getting him banned from TikTok and or YouTube. And personally, I feel like that was a very drastic move. That wasn't something that should have been done like that, in my very humble opinion, because to be very honest, I personally do not agree with everything that he says. Hell, there's a lot that he says and there's a lot that he said that I don't agree with. But at the end of the day, I feel like he actually has given a bit of benefit to the regular man. A lot of the young boys, a lot of the young men that do listen to him, that did listen to him, sort of gained to a certain degree. Because there were certain fundamental principles that he pushed that I think a lot of guys need to continuously receive nowadays because there's a lot fewer father figures that are there to sort of tell them you know the whole make sure you work hard work on your money try and build yourself up and better yourself in every way possible is something that I think more and more guys should be getting and it's something that a lot of guys are missing nowadays because there's a lot fewer people with a lot fewer dads and father figures in their lives now all that said and done while a lot of woke people a lot of feminists a lot of babes in general found that what he was saying was very, very dangerous and bad. I feel like most of it was comedy and, you know, just a way of trying to grab attention on the internet because you need some of the wildest, most extreme shit to actually get like super relevant, super quickly on the internet. And this guy went and he did that. Like by most people's estimates, this guy was actually pretty genius in terms of his marketing. And I feel like the problem wasn't even what he said. It was the fact that this guy had so much reach For what he said, not even what he said, because this guy was literally the most famous person on the internet for the past, I think, three months or some shit, if not more. And that kind of angered some people and they pushed for him to get banned. And you know, there's obviously the whole, you know, terms and conditions that he violated and shit, but all in all, I feel like there was still some level of pressure from the woke people. But all in all, back to the tweet in general. Sorry, I sort of went off a little bit. Back to the main tweet. Now, I have one very big problem with this. Uh, first of all, the whole idea that women modify their whole lives to account for male behavior is right, but also very wrong. Like a lot of this shit that this guy is sort of alluding to is stuff that is a problem with society and not just guys. Because when you look at walking at night, that's a societal issue. That's crime. You know, Crime is perpetrated not just by men, but men and women like female thieves exist. I think people just forget to acknowledge that. The work choices, those ones are primarily chosen by the individuals themselves. Most people nowadays aren't pushed into a certain field of industry, primarily because they don't want to interact with guys or some shit. Like, I have never in my many years of existence on this planet heard a woman say that they could not go into a certain field or career because it was dominated by men or because there's a lot of guys in there and shit. Like, never in my life have I ever heard such a thing. Now, social interactions and online behavior, hey, it's the babes that usually bring each other down. Like guys usually do something there, yes, but babes mostly do that by themselves. The people that will give the body shaming are babes themselves. Guys don't do that as much nowadays. We just keep quiet or we just make fun. So all in all, I feel like most of these adjustments aren't even because of guys, but at the same time, guys also make adjustments because of babes. You know, the whole thing with consent, And, you know, how much is too much and how much is too little, not being very well known. We've had to make adjustments because of that. Prenups, adjustments because of babes. You know, the the divorce rate and the fact that 70% or is it 80% of divorces in the West are initiated by women is part of the reason why a lot of guys do not want to get married right now. Like niggers are choosing to just go and impregnate a babe and decide whether they want to stay with her or not. Like those things are stuff that exists because of babes having individual bank accounts and hiding their wealth is also something that's been initiated because of babes. Like, that's some shit that exists because of women. And that one I can place primarily and solely because of women. And while guys can't take some blame for whatever it is that this guy is saying, I will admit that a good majority of most of the shit that I've mentioned is primarily because of women. Not even some women, but a good chunk of women. So, all in all, there's that plus... You know there's also the idea that when you kind of think about it Andrew Tate is being banned from social media yet he actually sort of tried to help his gender to a certain degree yet we have the likes of Cardi B who've never really said anything in the name of empowering women and yet she still exists on the platform very rent-free but anyways that one's a bit of a stark comparison and I'm very welcome to debate on that so I want your thoughts on this as well as all the other tweets the DMs are open on Twitter, it is at Bagaka the D. you can slide into the personal DMs there. On Facebook and on IG, it is at time on our Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end, and if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly, and I will catch you guys on the next break.